You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. My name is Peter Thompson. I'm here with Lambros Irmos and Costa Levoyanis. We just finished watching a wonderful, wonderful game, uh, the first game of the 2021-22 season. We're going to get right into it after a very brief ad read. Uh, as always, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, Preis International. Preis International has been helping Greeks ship to and from the motherland during COVID-19. Shipments to Greece are going out from Baltimore, Maryland every month. Fill any large U-Haul box, 18 by 18 by 24. Send it to our friends in Baltimore, and it will be shipped to the Port of Perez for only $50. Better yet, fill any large wardrobe box and send it for $100. Give them a call at 410-675-4696 or send an email to sales at PereusINTL.com. Lads, oh my God, what have we just watched? Um, uh, I... There's a whole lot of stuff we could talk about here. Um, there's a lot of stuff we could have talked about before the game even kicked off, to be honest with you. But it was a mess. It was a mess. Um, 1-0 final against Nefji Baku. We do go into Azerbaijan with a one-goal lead. Of course, a reminder that away goals are not a thing. Um, but it's not great. It's not great. We've got a comment from Zaferop05. I need an eye surgery. I, I think we could all use an eye surgery. Lambros, you know, he's got the glasses, but it's just not enough. Um, yeah, it was a really tough one to watch. Of course, a lot of key players out, injuries, red card. <sighs> Lambro, you were uh, you were fired up before we started recording. Maybe I'll just let you take it away. We can get a classic Lambro rant, first one of the 2021-22 season. Just get going. What are your thoughts? Honestly, it's been so long, guys. Good evening uh, I, to all of you guys live. It's really exciting to start this new season, guys, all together until the end. Great to see the fans back in the stadium. Great to see you guys all here. Quite a few of you following live. Anyway, um, let's just start off on that right side, everyone, huh? We need to talk about Lazar Angelovic. I know. Here we I go. Know. Here we go. The run has begun. <laughs> Anyway, Lazar Angelovic was not good enough tonight, was not the player he needs to be for this club. And I've said it once and I'll say it again. He's not Olympiaco's quality and he needs to go. He needs to go and he needs to go soon. And I have another point. Thanasis Andruzzo's is a quality rotation player, but he is not good enough for Champions League at this point. Positionally, positionally, he's lacking the ability to defend. How many times before we went down a man, everyone, was he just caught out and not playing well? Guys, the problems for this team is down the wings, everyone. Oleg Rayabchuk had a decent night tonight, took a foot to the face for a red card. Brilliant. But the wing play is not good enough for this football team, and I don't know 
where they're going to find the answers. Mario Vrusai, maybe. Mario Vrusai could be the answer, but it, it's a disappointing night. You play against a team from a zero-tier country. You play a team that everyone said you should be winning. And that was the performance that we watched. Even before the red card, I just want to say before the red card, because I know a lot of people are saying it was a red card, it was difficult to play down a man. The play was shit. Let, let's be very honest about this. And you want to know something else? The play has been dog shit since the team won. I don't, I, my Wi-Fi is spotty. Anyway, I will finish on this. The, do, the, the play has been shit since the team won the championship, and these players are still on goddamn vacation showing no passion for this football club, and I'm tired of it. Ruben Semedo is a joke. He is showing no passion. He's showing nothing on that field, no concentration, and it's becoming a joke, to be honest with you. None of these players, except Matthew Valbuena, 38 years old, decides to show up tonight. What the hell is going on? I've had enough. I've seriously had enough. No one has decided to show up since they won the championship. We were disgraceful in the cup. The friendlies were shit. Versus Aris, they played like crap, and they won 3-0. I'm tired of it. You're going you're gonna to lose in the next round to Luda Gretz, or you're going to go to Baku and, and lose. They need to wake up. They need to wake up. because You don't play like this and make the Champions League group stage. I'm, I'm tired of it. It's, it's shit. I don't know what else to say. I'm 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 just sticking this right back. The cup final, they disgraced us and they didn't show up and they're still on goddamn vacation. And we're supporting this team and they're still on vacation and it's embarrassing. It is goddamn embarrassing. You're being led by 37, 38-year-old Matthew Valbuena, and the rest of you don't have the balls to show up. It's disgraceful. It's it's disgraceful from Rangelovic from the others. I don't know what else to say. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of it, to be honest with you. Well, <laughs> very well. I have, I have, I have we, a different opinion. We missed that. Go yeah. ahead, Costa. Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, first of all, as well, good evening to everyone or good morning, some of you. I don't know if Aussies are awake now, but yeah, second season for Gate 7 International. 2021 season is underway with a 1-0 victory going into a game where we've had three, uh, three, four players, key players in the team missing, essentially Jan Mvia and uh, Youssef El Arabi being ruled out for different reasons. I won't speculate what's been discussed in the media and the press today and what was rumoured yesterday about a COVID outbreak in the team. There, I said it. Um, anyway... I don't think this is the time to be talking about the team playing good football. I don't care to watch good football in a friendly. These games are all about getting the team ready for the season and making sure that we win the league in May, come what may next year, that we go for the double. And I'm less interested right now in the performance itself but it's the result that matters. By no means was it pretty. It was hard to watch that game today, but it's the result that counts at the end of the day. And you're looking at a team today that essentially 
was our B team. When are we ever going to see a midfield of Kunde alone with Masuras cutting in from the right, playing with 10 men from the 30th, the 30th minute right after the goal that cut our wings from beneath us? Otherwise, it was a 3-0, 4-0 game after the goal. And yes, it was pathetic down the right-hand side the first 10 minutes. It was woeful. They cut us open multiple times with the same play down the left-hand side with Lawal. One-touch football, Andrutos and Rangelovic out of position. Yes, you're right. But again, guys, it was just such a weird game going into it and looking at the players that were on the pitch. When are we ever going to see Markovic and Surlis playing centre-mid? You won't see that in a Greek get in a Greek league game, let alone a Champions League game. And this isn't the best team by any means that we're playing. They, I mean, they, they can even put they, a shot on target. Like, let's I mean, be honest here: a competent team beats us three-one easily. I agree. How many I chances agree. they went one-on-one That's with the keeper? Or they went right. They had by. a lot of space. They had a lot of space to cause damage. And if we were playing against a good team, they would have punished us, and we would be losing three-nil at halftime, or three-one. Um, but we're not there yet, guys. It's the twenty-first of July. Preseason finished like a week ago. We were supposed to play Galatasaray last week. We didn't. We played Aris. It's. We have to kind of look a little bit at the context and what's going on around us. We can't expect the team to be firing on all cylinders like the first match of the season. So it was the same when we played Vittoria Plitzen a couple of years ago. We went out to Czech, uh, to the Czech Republic, to play them in the first leg and we got a nil-nil draw. It was a drab nil-nil draw, but we got the job done. And then second leg, we went to Karajskaki and we scored four. And then that got us into motion. And I remember the players... In that video that they did for the 45th title, they all said the hardest game of the season was the Blitzen game because they didn't have any official matches before that. They were coming out of preseason, their legs were heavy. And that first game is always difficult. So I understand some frustration about like players like, like Lazar and uh, you know, is he of the level? Should he be playing? No, he shouldn't be a starter at Olympiakos. If if, if Olympiakos wants to make a deep run. In Europe, you can't do that with Lazar Radjelovic right now. The Lazar Radjelovic that we saw against Krasnodar, yes. But the one that we saw today, it was, I mean, you saw misplaced passes today, like eight, ten-yard passes from Masura. So he was trying to play a crossfield ball with his left foot that just went straight to the opposition, like a meter away. And you're just pulling your hair out at some of the mistakes that they're making. And you just, I mean, again, I'll, 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 I'll end on... It's early, it's July, it's the first game of the season, the team's not ready. If the team were playing amazing football right now, I'd be worried because it means they didn't work at preseason. And you can tell that they've put in work and that they've run their socks off and that they've had a good preseason because Madi Kamara in the fifth minute couldn't run. I don't know if any, any, any of you noticed that, but the transition from offense to defense whenever we lost the ball the midfield was nowhere Mm -hmm. they had no legs so give it some time we got the result that's what matters um did we like get the result though um like are we comfortable going to baku one nil up no camera 
probably no El Arabi, potentially no Hassan, potentially no Buhalakis, potentially no Mvila. I mean, like, yes, this is the B team, and yes, it's the first game, and yes, we played, you know, uh, everything you said is right, Costa. But, like, are we happy with 1-0? I'm not, I'm nowhere near comfortable with 1-0. Away? Given the, given the circumstances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in terms of advancing, does oh, one nil, is 1-0 the result that we wanted? Absolutely not. Are you, are, you yeah. scared, are you scared of this team? Yes. Are you come kidding on. me? Did you see the left We got one. What did he do? What did he do? He got the ball we, down the left wing. He, 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 he never went outside. We are lucky to have scored one. It should be, if it weren't for Mari Kamara yeah. scoring one of the best goals of the season, it would have been nil-nil. Nil-nil against Baku. I don't care that it's the B team. I don't care. Baby Damn Kamara right. is better than any player on that team. And he came on the bench. We should yeah. fucking beat them without <laughs> Socrates, without Mvila. No. I Look, I understand. One match. Yeah, I understand. It's it's not going to be brilliant because it's the first game. And, like, they had games already, so they're going to be sharper. And they were sharper. And Kenny Lala should have played today as well. I, I see that comment from Zafiropo5. Um, but, like... We for me, we did not get the result I wanted. Two goals, maybe I'd be happy, I'd be comfortable. But like, it's not if we if we are as toothless in attack as we, as we were today. Next week, we might just not score a goal, and then maybe they get one. They got yeah. a lot of looks on target, but they just weren't you know talented enough to put them away. They didn't get lucky, but I could see it going one nil to them next time. Damn right, I could. If that's, freaking that's why I'm not 38 Matthew Valbuena doesn't carry Olympiacos, are you kidding me? I it's it's embarrassing. Like the best I'll we've got is a third. I'll come on the show shirtless, topless. If we don't, uh, maybe maybe most people don't want to see that. But yeah, it's uh, just I, I, I'll be astonished. I'll be astonished if we do not progress. The the problem is not that. What whatever I don't give a shit about one nil to Baku and or like whatever. Just the football purely has been shit for a long time. First game the players the have been underperforming I'm for a long on that, time. Though, as far as first game it's of the, the first season, game of the season, especially they were probably coming and conceded. Because I'm still pissed off about the cup final. Team. I don't know if this has come through on the podcast, oh. but those those clowns decided to not show up and go on vacation. And a lot of them still are on vacation. I'm sorry, Ruben Semedo, are you kidding me? I know we won the game. I know we won the game, but you're playing one of the worst teams in the competition. And this is what we're watching? We were shocking. And the comment about going a man down is beautiful because the team looked like dog shit up 11 on 11. So, sure, like it's the first game. Let's Let's chill out a little bit. Okay. But there's certain players... Who are riding, riding the goddamn bus and taking the money for, for this team? Like, I I've really had enough with the underperformance. I've had enough of the excuses, not showing up in the cup final, not preparing, not running, not working hard, and it's been showing. And it's creeping up. It's creeping up. What's gonna happen? Am I gonna be stunned if we go out next week? I'll be shocked, but am I gonna be stunned? No. Nick Kalathagis is saying, do you want to chill pill, mate? <laughs> the thing is, I, 
Labrador, forget the cup final. Forget the cup final. That was last season. Bruma was on the team. Bruma's gone now. So like, I see. Okay. I I understand the whole like first game thing. I do. I I'm not saying like, um, you know, I'm not saying like these players need to be punished. Like I understand they were not like in top season form. I didn't expect them to be. And I think in the episode we did with Patrick, I predicted two nil. I would have been happy with two nil. I would have felt comfortable going to Baku up two nil. But like. This game, like I'm just saying, 1-0 for me in a game where we looked like we could have very well not scored. That's not comfortable for me. Like, we, I get it. We didn't concede in the end of the day. They're not like insane. They don't have an insane prowess in attack. And we got a goal. I understand that. And we had a couple other chances. But like, for me, based on today, 1-0 is not like the result that I would think is, is necessary. I know it's Olympiacos and it's Baku, but based on just what I saw today, I, I am cautiously worried about the second game. Remember, like I said, no Mari Kamara, uh, probably no Era Rabi. We don't know what the deal is with Socrates. If he, I suppose uh, he's in quarantine. So if he tests negative enough times, he can come. Uh, Hassan, cramped or whatever we don't it doesn't seem serious but who knows Buhalakis, we don't know a lot of a lot of things up in the air so we'll have to wait and see i liked the energy from a lot of the substitutes today the younger players um a lot of the the new signings and the loan players the players who were loaned out last year played very well i will give that um and we can talk about some of those players if if you know we can be more positive i i think there's there's time for that but i'm just saying me personally and I, I understand Costa, like it's definitely likely that we do, we, you know, even if we draw, it's definitely likely we do not go out in this round. And it's also definitely likely that we will get better. But 1-0 does not give me like vibes that we can just go in and not care about the second game. You know, we still have to play, we still have to really play that game, which worries me. Of course, of course. if you don't, look, if you don't, if you don't deserve to be in the Champions League group stages, you don't deserve to be there. And you have to prove that you're good enough. And this is uh, this is like another mini preseason, what we're going through right now. Um, we should be beating teams like Nefshi Baku. We should be beating teams like Ludogorets. In the playoffs, we're likely to get a team that's on the same level as us in terms of ability talent, skill, etc. And there's going to be a test. And there's a progression there in terms of the caliber of the opponents that we have. So, and I'm sure that's also what's going through the manager's head. Of course, like these are competitive games and there's a different kind of pressure. It's not a friendly, the result matters. We got the result today and I'm confident that we will go there next week. Um, whether it's the, the, the easy way or the hard way, We'll go through. We'll scrape a nil-nil, another one-nil. Um, it can't possibly get worse in terms of performance. It can only get better. And again, I understand we're only Biagos fans. We want to see good football, even in a friendly. But let's be real. This isn't that we should. It's not normal for us to be playing good football in July without our deep-lying playmaker. And without our number, our number nine. So just we need to. 
I, I'm a little bit more, I'm, I'm a bit less uh, pessimistic right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just yeah, saying, I'm, all I'm saying is, I, I see what you're saying about it can only, the performance can only get better. But I think you replay that game with the same performances and it doesn't always finish 1-0 to Olympiacos. Mari hits his shot over the bar and they convert one and it's 0-1 to Baku. But that's so the difference. And, and we do the same thing next week. They could, they could, you know, they could get a goal and we could get shut out. That's all I'm saying. Is it worries me because what we saw today is like not going to consistently put us on the top. I totally agree. We probably will go through. We probably will beat Ludogorets or whoever we play. To be fair, they drew with Mura, so maybe let's, we don't even play Ludogorets. But that's let's get I'm there. Saying. Let's get there first. We don't care what Ludogorets and Mura yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Next, week but, we have a, next week we have a job to do. We'll go over there. We'll play the game. They will learn from today's game. They'll take that learning into the into the return leg. They've got a week to prepare, to rest, yep. to prep, watch the tape, and go there and do and do what they have to do. So. There are positives from today, guys. Seriously, Svetozar Markovic, fantastic player. Really Lagis, clean sheet. He did. Played well. He did. He did five sheet. five shots on. They had five shots on target. He, had, he made five saves today. And, and one and was one 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 some, one. He came out for some set yeah. pieces really nicely as well. He played. He had a good game. Yeah, absolutely. Baby Kamara came on, played well. Guys, you uh, saw the spaces. You saw the spaces in behind in the second half. They're going to be chasing a goal in the in the next game. We're going to be a bit tighter, and we're going to hit them on the counter, and we'll get a goal or two. Broussai as well, good good performance. Broussai was very good when he came on. He looked like, like his old self. Yeah, yeah. We can say yeah. The, all, there's a lot of positives. I think a lot of the Julis. I think yeah, Julis as well. I think guys. Well. I think it has to do with like the. It's just a conceited attitude on the part of the players, and I partially don't blame them because this is a game that like we're supposed to win. It's a very small team compared to Olympiacos. No disrespect to Baku fans. Um, but like we all have disrespect to them. They're like a nothing team. Are you <laughs> bro. giving, are nah, you bro, kidding don't me? be mean. Don't no, be I don't mean. give a shit. Like Nefchi Baku, like as they say in Greek, not even their mother knows them. Like Olympiacos should beat Nefchi Baku. Like, yes, they should. Break. But look, look, look. All I'm saying is, like, Ruben Semedo is thinking the same thing that you're thinking, Nabro. And that's why he's not focused, and that's why he's playing like shit. But, you know, uh, Sulis, all these young players that came on, they actually, like, they're like, this is my chance, you know? And that's exactly. that's why you see it. You see it. So, like, that's something that we can build on. See, Let's see more of them in the starting 11 uh, next week. Um, I, you know, we can maybe Sulis talk about tactics for the needs next to life, start, but, like, I think Those guys were were really in it. We yeah. don't have much choice next week in terms of. We don't have right? any choice. So, uh, so Jan, Jan is out. Jan is out. Is he confirmed out? Yeah, he's 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 not in the list. He got taken off the list today. So he oh, we don't get a new list. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's out. Uh, Maddie's out. Bukalagis looks like he's out. Yep. And so Kunde and Kunde and Surlis are the only players we have in midfield. Yeah. And Svetsovar, is he gonna? So he's gonna go to four two three one, and Matthew Valbuena is gonna start. Is that? Baby Kamara starts in the ten. That that was maybe a, some sort of blessing in disguise. The fact that Valbuena came on early, yeah, uh, because I mean it he was. Made, he made but also. Yeah. I don't want to rely on Matthew no, too much. 
for a long term. But remember to get we us through these saying, early games, we I even think sign? Remember when when we had that conversation? Shall we even re-sign Matthew Valbuena? He's too old. Like we're just gonna need to hell? pace him. If we can pace him yeah. more, if we don't burn him out two months into the season, he's he can be a, a contributor for us. But like for these moments, we're gonna need him. I think this is this will be a part of the season when we need him, and maybe he plays a bit less once we're through to the group stage or past these first couple rounds. But yeah, I think especially for the second game when you know maybe we'll have a bit more of an opportunity as they're trying to get a goal. Uh, maybe Valbuena does start, but I also think you know Baby Kamara could play in the number ten. Um, he was he was quite good, I would say. Uh, yeah, no, I I agree, Peter. Like honestly, I think what happened to Pepe and Thiago Silva needs to happen yesterday to Lazar Angelovic. Like, I he he's blocking the path. Like, I don't want to beat the dead horse here, but some of these wingers show us something that he does not have. Baby Camara. Chumich as well, guys. I really was hoping to see Chumich tonight. I assume if there was no injuries, we would have seen him tonight. Um, but yeah, like Costa, as Costa said, like these are almost like glorified friendlies. Of course, they're competitive, but I saw a comment. Uh, who was it? Grigoris told me to calm the F down. It's a new season. Yeah, I understand. I really do understand. I. I just want to make clear to you guys these past three seasons have been really good under Pedro Martins. But Olympiacos has gone out in qualifications. These are not guaranteed matches. We've we've gone out to Hopwell Bersheva. I understand it was under different circumstances, but we need to not be like we're too good for this. Like we're much better. Like we don't even need to think about this. Like there needs to be a level of seriousness that wasn't on that pitch. Even in the Victoria Police end game, it was hard to watch. It was ugly, but there was a level of seriousness that I felt was lacking from certain players tonight. And I'm just worried. I'm, I'm happy we've won. I'm not happy with the scoreline, but I'm just, I, I, I'm not ready to say. I'm I'm not ready to say that this is a surefire thing because a red card comes and then who knows what happens. Like it happened tonight. Well, shifting a little bit, do you guys want to get into some player ratings and we can go into the the conversations? Obviously, the analytics are not out. We'll probably tweet some stuff out in the next couple of days, maybe highlighting some players who played well or you know some concerning cases. But why don't we start with the goalkeeper, uh, Kostas Tulakis? Got a clean sheet. Jeez, uh, I'll tell you what, lads. Um, I'm. I know what a player rating is, of course, but like my scale may be quite a ways off. I don't know if we're doing like the football manager scale where like everyone is either a six or a seven um, or what. Uh, I know in FM goalkeepers usually all are almost always between a 6.8 and a 6.9, no matter what they do. So <laughs> maybe uh, I'll just I'll just say a seven for Tzolakis. Um, You know, he wasn't called on a ton, so I'm not going to give him a upper echelon rating, but he did everything that he needed to do. He was strong. He was confident, decent distributing, both throwing and kicking as well. I would say, um, yeah, he did. He clean sheet, so we can't really say too much uh, negative about Sobakis. I agree. 
Lambert. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh, still think of Christians. No. <laughs> did you, did you see the Did you see the little hesitation? It was like I'm going to agree. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. He he was great tonight. Um, I remember there was a ball over the top where Ruben Tomato played like an absolute idiot who doesn't know how to defend, and Solakis made a great save. Um, really well done, uh, Ruben Tomato. Poor. Let's let's move well, on. I guess. I guess maybe we we skip to Semedo here for the rating. Lambro, what do you want to give Semedo for today? I think I think he's really deserved his four point five out of ten. I just think it was a brilliant disaster class from him. Um, I think four and I'm getting real ti- real tired of real tired. He cost us a cup final. It has to be said. Don't forget. Never forget. And anyway. Four for I, me, I think. I'll, I'll I'll use whole numbers. I'll just say four. Anyway. Costa, what about you? There's a five for me. I don't know. It just it, the whole team was kind of shaky in the first half, but there were a couple of moments. Just you had that classic kind of tomato erraticness. Even when he made that that bursting run in the end, at the end of the second half, when he went forward and he was driving into the, into the defense and. You're just like, okay, mate, like pass the ball now. And then he lost the ball right outside their box and he had to run back. It's like, oh God. So no, it wasn't wasn't great. Probably a five for me. Well, over to the left, we've got Oleg. Uh played the whole game, I believe. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a five there. Um, maybe looked a, a pinch better than the friendlies, but the crossing is just not there whatsoever. We have to say it, guys. He... He hits them so he hits line drives like it just does not. That's not how you cross, you know. And and uh, he's never going to be hitting players' heads, uh, hitting them, hitting the cross like that. So he, that's something he needs to work on. We've talked about that. Um, the rest of his game, I would say, was okay. So I'll, I'll give him a five. Maybe that's a bit higher than than what you two will say. But what do you guys think about Oleg? For me, he gets a six because he got a kick to the face at the end. Whatever I was about to say the same thing. I was going to give him a six as well, and his energy was very good. Lots yeah. nonstop running for preseason. Um, literally, uh, I, I'm upset that a lot of players didn't show enough heart out there tonight, and I feel like he was one of the players who just kept going and fought. He always and, does. He always does yeah, that. and I know he may not be the most talented technically, but I really enjoy that in his play, and um, I, I didn't, yeah. Grigorios Kotsias says, tough to find an MVP, I would say, Oleg as per bravery. That's, we'll, we'll give our men of the match at the end. For now, though, in the comments, I think we posted a poll on this on Twitter as well, but in the comments, whether you're watching live or delayed, which red card was more egregious, Madi or uh, the, the Baku player who kicked Oleg? Which one was worse? Tell us in the comments now while we... While we uh, go through the rest of the players anyway it's on um, our twitter feed as well yeah guys. we have a twitter poll so you know give that a vote retweet do the whole share and uh we'll have a great old fun time with that anyway uh um, you know, next yeah you know what's super frustrating with him is that he gets the ball down the left hand side and when we're when it's when we're in build up you see that he gets the ball and he has some space in front of him and he has pace and you're just screaming at him saying run at him or just, you know, run and then knock the ball past him and get into the box. And he doesn't do it. He kind of receives the ball. He looks forward and he's like, now nah, I'm going to turn back and play a safe pass. And again, guys, we've said it a thousand times over. Uh, and it's, you know, they've said it in the comments. 
we when you when you're used to Omar and Simikas, that's why we keep having this conversation about the wing backs and the wing play. Um, in transition, Oleg's great because he's got that pace and he'll get in behind and he's brave. But yeah, when we're building up and we're playing possession football, it's yeah leaves a lot to be desired. Next player that we can go to, uh, I guess, would be Markovic. We already gave a little shout out to at the beginning. Um, I'm torn between a seven and an eight for Svetozar. Uh, I I was, you know, would have said maybe a, a lower score, but when he moved to the midfield, he really impressed me in terms of, you know, when a player can play two positions in one game, I think that's always a really difficult ask, especially uh, what I believe is his first official game with Olympiacos, if, I, if I'm not mistaken on that. Um, oh, did he play a couple um, before he got played, laid off? Played against Kalamata in the cup. Oh, well, yeah. his first real game for Olympiacos. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think maybe um, I'm going to say a seven, uh, but I could be convinced an eight. Uh, he he played really well. I was I was impressed. I want to see more. I don't know if, if we will see more of him in the midfield, but I was quite impressed by how good and how confident on the ball he was, especially. So definitely would like to see him play in the second game, and I'm pretty sure he probably will. Uh, I guess it's me. Yeah, he's he's hungry to 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 prove something, and it showed. I think he's I think he's a good player. There, to be honest with you, there were still a few moments, Costa. I don't know if you picked up on this, where I think he like maybe it was at the beginning of the game where he made one or two mistakes. Maybe I'm nitpicking. I just remember maybe one mistake. Left foot stuck. Folks. Yeah, that and was, then one good. time he got fouled very softly, but messed it up like on a head. Like, does, does that sound right? Oh, at the beginning anyway, of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm just, about. I'm just nitpicking again. Like, um, brilliant first performance on a competitive stage for Markovic. Um, yeah, honestly, there should be places up to grab at the central defense position. That's my opinion. And I think Markovic is in a good good shot to win one of those positions. For me, he seemed like the more reliable centre-back in the Absolutely. pairing. Absolutely. And I I think Semedo's been a good servant to the club, but I do think that he he, he should be sold. Sell even if his value goes down even more. Yeah, even if it's not like a 10 or 12 million, even if it's not as much money as was being reported, I think that I think that we I think that we need to sell. And I, I saw things in this in this guy today. Just the ability on the ball, the confidence, and he was strong in the challenge. He wasn't shying away. His positioning was good. His reactions were good. Again, not playing against the best opposition, but he was reliable. And when he needed to make a big tackle, he made it. At the beginning of the game, Alasgarov got inside and he he recovered well. Um, I think that was in the first two three minutes, guys. I don't know if you remember that, but he made a a big block at the beginning of the game when Lazgarov was through um, on the left-hand side. So, yeah, he impressed me, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him this season. And if if Semedo does go, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pairing up with Socrates um, at the back. I'm, I am I give him a seven. I won't, I'm tempted to also give him an eight, but I don't think anybody deserved an eight today. It was a good performance from him. Yeah. I don't know if we want to give Cissé a rating, but um, I was honestly a bit surprised to see him 
you know, I, I guess it was almost by necessity with uh, so, so happy to see him though. Yeah, I, I don't think know about you, you, Peter, but like when he came on, I'm just like, I have missed you. Like I love, I love this guy. Like he always gave yeah. everything, and it just was a bit of reassurance. I don't, I don't know. It was just like really nice to see. I just never thought he would play for us again. And I, it just, it felt okay. You know, it felt good seeing him play. But I don't know, six maybe. Is that it? Yeah, he. It's hard to rate a substitute appearance a lot of times. Yeah. You know, so we can, but I just wanted to give him a shout out. I would be happy if he stayed with us this year, especially if tomato goes, but we'll see what happens anyway. Um, over to Andruzos on the right. Uh, I'm going to go with a five. Maybe, maybe that's a bit generous. Um, yeah, he, he was getting caught out quite a bit on defense. Um, I guys like, I want to see Kenny Lava more. I know, I know Andruzos is Academy player and he's Greek and, and, you know, he was good last year, but um, Kenny Lava, Get in the get in the pitch. Um, maybe Antosos can find a spot in the midfield right now uh, with Kunde uh, while other players are, are injured. But yeah, give me Kenny Lala for the next leg. I think in, in any way, shape, or form. If not now, Peter, then when it is the time for Antosos to return to the midfield with Kunde and Surlis, Kenny Lala to come in. That's my opinion. Anyway, so just... you're saying four three three for next week with with those three. Indeed, I am. Or I don't know if three, that's. Four, a, I think that's that's an interesting three four three maybe. I don't know. Three I four three don't know. with um with Lala as a center back. Or uh, no, Lala at right back and Cisse, Markovic, Semedo. I would assume. Hmm. And then midfield of Kunde Surlis. So no Kunde. Kunde, I felt. Kunde, it's really hard to judge, but I'm just like he's not a defensive midfielder. Does that sound right to you guys? Like I felt yeah, like I was I was saying this as well. Was... Even even like Madi and Kunde, maybe it's just because I'm used to Avila in the midfield, but I feel like we missed something defensively. Yeah. But we can get to the midfield later. What's your what are your guys' ratings for Thanasi today? Five, maybe, maybe lower. It'd be nice. If I could give a five and a half, I'd give a five and a half. But it was if it's five and a six, it's a five. Uh, the the first the first twenty thirty minutes down that right hand side was just it was woeful it was yeah. woeful that's the only word I can think of but you're right um, he might get the chance to play in centre mid next week because we don't have many options and then Kenny can slot in on the right and yeah let's see I just want to see Lala anyway I don't care what else happens but yeah I we need to see that. Um, so going into the midfield, Buhalakis, obviously, you know, he started but barely played. I actually thought he was looking quite positive uh, in attack before he got subbed off. But, you know, it's it's not enough minutes, uh, in my opinion, to give him a rating. Not worth but, it. You know, he he did all right. It's, it's unfortunate he's out. Hopefully he can come back. Uh, we did briefly mention Kunde. Eh, five again, guys, for Kunde. Um, he wasn't awful, but, you know... I think kind of got screwed over by the the sending off as well. Like he just got put in a tough position for a while, being basically alone in the midfield by himself uh, before Markovic moved up the pitch. So uh, yeah, I, I'd say a five for Kunde, just not really a, a great performance, but I'm not worried about him. I think he'll be fine. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I just think it was a very difficult position to put him in without Pukalakis, without Kamara, Without him via like, as Costa mentioned, what it was like a five three one with like 
what was it, Masuras next to him it and Balboina. Yeah. Masuras, that, that Balboina, was, Hassan, like, and Kunde in like a diamond. Exactly. Like it was a bit of a, a mess for him. So no shame, no shame in a bad game tonight for him. Um, I, I felt like, and he's not completely fit as well. Um, he yeah. had to come off because he was just dead. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair. It, 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 I don't, I'm not sure how hot it was in Athens tonight. But it looked hot. It looked, it looked like they, they were sweating hard. Like I don't know what the weather was like in Baku, but maybe yeah. maybe a bit cooler. Anyway, um, I guess Mahdi is, is an interesting case. I mean, he did only play 40 minutes, but scored the goal and then also got sent off. So I don't know what we do with that. Um, I'm honestly inclined to give him a six because he literally scored a wonder goal and it's the only reason that we won the game. Uh he made it a bit more of a headache and maybe would have gotten more goals if he didn't get sent off. Um, but I'm still going to say a six just because I, I, you know, not to be like football manager and just give someone an 8.1 whenever they score a goal, even if it's a tap in, but like Madi's goal really was fantastic and, and game changing. So I'll give him a six. His goal gets a 10 out of 10 and his scissor kick to the face gets a 10 out of 10 as well. <laughs> Yeah. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was an, it was like when he scored the goal, his value went up to 20 million again, like undisputed. And then when he did the fl- the scissor kick, it just I like, felt oh, it. I felt his value go. It hurt. Yeah, and it just, just went, it went down. Like that. And then it went. Yeah, that was that, that was again. pain. That was pain. But yeah, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking going up for that with a, with players nearby. Uh, it's a it's a poor decision from Mari, but. Yeah. Has he ever been sent off too? I honestly That's don't. That's his first remember. ending off. That's what I thought. I was about to say I've never remembered Madigan even it's two years. It's very uncharacteristic off. of him for me. Yeah. 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 Um. Who's next? How about then? this guy, Masuras? Ho 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 ho. Um, not, his, not his best game. He looked tired yeah. to me. Five, yeah. Five, four, five, five, five. Yeah. Four, maybe. Yeah. Not as bad as Semedo, but I'm also gonna put him on a four. It's a yeah. forgettable one for him. It's it's I, always the way it is with Masuras. We get our hopes up, down, up, down, up, down. We'll see. It's obviously also early, so maybe he'll pick it up. But yeah, uh, get better, Yorgos. We, we we believe in you, and uh, you know, keep it, keep working hard. I'm sure it'll you'll find it. Um, Lazar, uh, four, three. I'll go four, maybe two, um, two. Yeah, he's just <laughs> two whole points worse than Semedo. He's just one of the worst footballers I've ever seen. Like, just tragic. <laughs> I It's like him and Seba, who, like, got the most appearances for this club, and I'm going to go back on their Wikipedia and be like, how the goddamn hell did Lazar Angelovic play 65 games for Olympiacos? How the hell did Seba play, like, 65 games? Like, it, it's these type of players you're like, did I lose something? Am I an idiot? What What's the problem here? And anyway, just I want him gone so bad. I just never want to see him again. I would literally release him on a free Tiago Silva style. I hate him. Anyway, maybe we can loan him to Aris uh, Labra. <sighs> Big Bam. Jeez, oh, he's 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 one of the worst footballers I've ever seen. Like. <laughs> He's just tragic. He's just terrible. It's, it's incredible. It's honestly incredible. But anyway. Um, 
Hassan? Uh, we, have, we have a comment from Olympiacos Worldwide. Seba played almost 100 games for us. Lambro, how does that make you feel? I've endured so much pain following the football <laughs> club at times. Like, I just wish, like, the simple things, like, Lazar, well, okay, right surely, there. Like, once I, again, I just, anyway, once again yes. baby Kamara and Vrusai were not going to rate, but today they proved mm. to me that they are above Lazar on the death chart Vrusai now. Can and, dribble and the goddamn well. ball, Peter. Rusai can dribble the ball. Like he is fantastic at the one-on-one. -on -one. Like he's great. Anyway, he's back. He's back he's as back. well. He, he guys, he, back, he guys. had a couple sparks last year after the Greek national team well. call coming soon. Uh, uh, don't talk about that. the national team. Don't talk about <laughs> We don't Lambro, don't bring that. We up. don't talk about the national team. Um, well, Costa, let's do uh Valbuena. And then Hassan. Uh, so I've uh, Valbuena. I want to say a six. You know, I think uh, he's uh, God. God bless that man. Like he he gives it all, but you know, he's he gets he gets tired, man. Um, but he, I, I still say a six. He did have the assist. It was uh, a nice sneaky pass, not what the defenders were expecting. Um, so, yeah. What do you guys think? Six. Yeah, maybe a bit more, 6.5. I thought 6 he was great. Vasiliki Adonakaki, you're on the wrong podcast, my dear. <laughs> but, uh, seriously, no, th thank you for How joining us. How did Conor do in their Champions League game today? Does anyone know? Anyone know the score? Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't even... Also, I, I real quick, can oh. I respond to a few comments? Yanis uh, oh, from Peristeri said, Lazar came clutch two years ago. He did. Uh, he did. You need to remember Lazar won us the cup and won us the match in Krasnodar. Guys, it's been two goddamn years. Like <laughs> I I wish I could live like off my past accomplishments two years ago. Just be like, I don't have to do anything in my life. I graduated university two years ago. <laughs> life is done for me. I will I graduated two come on, people. Come on. Like, well, let's grow up show. now. I was in the building when Lazar did this too, for the record, and I saw it. Well, I let's still hate him. Let's yeah. move on to uh, Hassan. Uh, we have a comment from Panos Ajelakis. Hassan is a ghost, unbelievable. And Lambro, you are so true about Lazar. So there you go, Lambro. Um, you. Hassan, I'm going to give a five. It It's uh, a, a classic Hassan performance, really. He was a bit more involved, maybe kind of was forced to be when there was one less player on the pitch, but. It's a classic Hassan performance. That being said, we're going to need him next week, so hopefully he can figure out what, what is going on with the cramps. I don't think it's that serious. Um, so, you know, what do you guys think? Bingo, right here. <laughs> Bingo. Upon like, us again. Oh, Frank, Franco Hara, is that how I say this? Yes, word? God. Up two, so what? He is awful. Thank you. Like, people just live off of Lazar's goals against... I think it's the Carlo Policarlo. People just love it so much. They don't want him to go. But anyway, not going to get into it. Uh, this is a nice little comment here as well by uh, George. <laughs> I'll leave that for the viewers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> also a nice one, uh, a follow-up. Beautiful. Anyway, um, guys, I don't think Hassan's a bad player. But like when you're down 10 men, you need a bit of a verse, like a, a striker who can run behind, I feel almost. like. But anyway, I... We know what Hassan's about. I don't want to rant about Hassan, to be honest. 
I like can't wait until Taquino comes back. He could be literally, I don't even know what Taquino is as a player, but I just hope it's better than what we saw tonight. It is. From, it, a good Taquino is better than Hassan, I would say. And I, I think Costa would agree based off what we saw in the friendlies. But um, I think that's all of I our mean, players, lads. Do we want to give out man of the match, coach's grade for today? I'll, I'll start. I'll say Solakis, the goalkeeper, my guy. Um, I'll give him man of the match because honestly, I, Markovic was good, but it was a very disgusting game. Shout out to Markovic. Shout out to Baby Kamara. Um, shout out to Vrusai as well. Coach's grade is, is tough to assign because I don't blame Martins for us playing badly. Uh, it's the time of year when we should be playing badly, as Costa mentioned earlier. And he basically had to throw out the playbook when uh, Madi got sent off. Uh, so I'll just say B plus for Martins. I don't really know. Like I don't. This isn't one that I pin on him really. Um, although Pedro, if you don't play goddamn Kenny Lala in the next game, we're gonna have words, and I'm gonna give you an F. I don't even care if we win. So um, anyway, uh, B plus for Martins today though, and Solaki's man of the match. Costa, what about you? Yeah, I would agree with the manager. I think he had a real tough time in the last 48 hours prepping the team for this kind of game with all of the surprises and last minute uh last minute injuries or last minute failed covid tests or whatever happened these last few days um he had a lot to react to during the game he got the result um i think he patched up the team pretty well trusted trusted markovic gave him a cap he could have played uh avram there was some some talk that avram might play instead of him today but in the end he he went for he went for young blood and um, yeah, I think he gets a B for me. And then man of the match for me is, is Markovic, uh, followed closely by, by Val, Valbuena because I think he, he had an important bearing on the game. He, his pass for the goal was just pure precision along the ground, no bounce, just perfectly weighted pass for that shot. Like that pass is half the goal. And then the rest is kind of Kamara putting his foot through it. Uh, and it's just... It's just such a um, such an honor, like to see a 37, 38 year old playing with that kind of passion um, and and giving you know setting the example for the, for the whole team. Yeah, uh, for me, actually, Valbuena's man of the match. To be honest, I I thought his hold up play, his dribbling, his leadership was extreme. His energy, um, and Pedro, I will give a a B B minus maybe as well. Um, don't know what what more to say. I also want to. I see this comment. Lazar has a lot of potential. Hassan as well. Kunde great potential. Sure. Kamara best player of a couple of years. Sure. Lazar has the same potential as Emre Moore. They have potential. They have potential to open up a new nightclub. That's about it. That's about it. And um, I I I don't have much more to say, guys. And. Not to be all downers, excited to have you all back, excited to have another season moving forward. Just a disappointing night. Um, I really hope things go better tomorrow or tomorrow, next week, next week, and we hear and we see some better football, to be honest with you guys. And yeah, anyway, one more thing I want to bring up, guys. We got a comment from uh, from Nick Duz. Don't forget to shout out Yanis Antetokounmpo for winning the championship with the Bucks last night. We did not want to forget. Um, big, big shout out. I don't know if we have any basketball fans. I know a lot of our listeners are European, but what an absolute performance. One of the best performances in the finals in a closeout game. 
that I've ever seen. Um, incredible stuff from Giannis. Really, really incredible. Uh, you know, incredible from him. And uh, we're all very happy and proud of, uh, of everything he's achieved in the NBA. He's genuinely on pace to become an all-time great. So it's amazing to see that. Um, big stuff. So, yeah, that's a very good point. We do want to give Giannis a shout-out. We could do a whole podcast on Giannis, guys. Oh, I could gush about him for I Costa. Costa um, was awake. It was what six a.m. for you when you woke up, Costa, and, and yeah, no, the I game just finished up. Yeah, and I was I just gushing to you in the chat. Like this was amazing. He played so amazingly well. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So happy for that guy. I've never met him in my life, and I probably never will. But like, I'm just so happy for him. Like, it's just an amazing human being. An he was like a little kid, man. Yeah, <laughs> he was no. So happy to be winning, and so beautiful. humble, so yeah, humble, absolutely. Um, unbelievable attitude and just unbelievable desire to win, to lead his team to victory, and to score half the points that they scored tonight, and twenty points in the third quarter when they were behind. Yeah, unreal, was, just unreal, man. Yeah, he's he's elite mentality from Yanni. So yeah. Um, big congratulations to him, but I think that about wraps us up. We do have a comment here from Zafirov05. Uh, he says news coming in saying that Buhalakis is available for next match. So that's really promising. So maybe we see Buhalakis and Kunde, uh, in the midfield and then just a two man midfield, but either way, that's great news. Um, so thank you for sharing. Uh, yeah, I think that's about all we got. Hope everybody enjoyed, um, appreciate everyone for sending in the chat. It's nice to have the chat really popping off again. We had so many great comments. Um, and you know, we couldn't show them all, but either way, uh, it was really nice reading through them. So thank you so much for listening, especially if you've made it this far, uh, make sure to subscribe, give us a like on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube and, uh, you know, we, we appreciate all the listening. I got something very quick guys. We're approaching a hundred episodes of the podcast. It's it's, true. We said at the beginning, it's the second season that, that we're, that we're doing this. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. We we see all the names and the people that are coming every week, week in, week out, whenever we go live. Um, big shout out to all of you, wherever you are. Thank you so much for your support. Please do subscribe on YouTube. Go and check out um, our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Go ahead, guys, and like tell your friends. Um, if you want us to keep doing this, I mean, we, we will, but we it definitely encourages us to to keep going and keep coming back and engaging with you guys and having these conversations so big shout out to everybody lads i just realized do you know what episode number this is is it 100 no it's not no it's not but it's 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 an episode number that 97 97 number it's oh. the lazar episode oh shit. number 97 <laughs> baby <laughs> <laughs> the Lazar Andreevich oh, episode. I can't my. believe I didn't know this until now. But um, yes, Costa's right. We will have, uh, I'm, I'm sure we can make something sense. fun for episode number 100. But yes, the Lazar episode. That's that's fantastic. I might just awesome. title it that, guys. That might just Peter, can I, can I give a quick shout out as well? Guys, you should be following our Instagram or Twitter. Incredible content going out. News breaking, especially on the Instagram. Great graphics. We're working hard on that, uh, informing you guys of news stories in English. Give us a follow. And in case you didn't know who does the graphics. <laughs> it was like, great oh, graphics. No, no. No, I got to give a shout out to Costa. Costa does a lot of them. But anyway. 
Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the Lazar episode. Uh, we'll be back soon, either ne- this weekend or uh, or next week, depending on what goes on. We might have some news uh, that comes in next weekend. Transfers are still coming in, still here and stuff. So uh, there's always some things to be talking about. So until then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you very soon. Yeah, You just listened to an episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you will never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL, Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Thrilos, he said. Sto mialo kati magiko.